Love this podcast? Support this show through the supporter feature from Acast. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Welcome back to Ambridge on the Couch, (laughs) an in-depth look at the arches with me, Harriet Carmichael, and Lucy Freeman. Before we dive in, let's remind ourselves. (laughs) Oh, it's a while back. Yes. (laughs) Last decade. Just just last week. Oh, thank God for that. (laughs) We'll just remind ourselves of last week with Lucy's Week in Ambridge. We began the week fortnight November. (laughs) Who are all you people? And is John Major still the Prime Minister? I have to confess (laughs) that this monologue... (laughs) They'd be a trifle chaotic. Einstein said that time was the thing that stopped everything happening all at once. But as I've been drifting in and out of quite a lot of naps, coughing fits and high temperatures, everything does feel a bit as if it's all happened at once. So forgive me if the chronology is a bit wonky. Well, anyway, we began, as all bad things do, with Will at the vow renewal. I was hoping... Hang on a minute. Yeah, I know. I'm going. That's what I mean. I'm going. Lucy, Lucy. This was was about 48 days ago. I know, but that's when I started from. But it's all right. I haven't done all of it. Oh, for you. I was hoping that the the vow renewal was a COVID dream. But no, the grunty vow (laughs) renewal was a real thing with generators, a drive through the village, people tripping over cables, something old, something new, and something pissed, which was sadly the vicar. (laughs) Clary decided she couldn't leave they turkeys to go to Paris, so they went to and it's no joke trying to get a lateral flow test up a beak. Maya is getting a book called The Joyful Environmentalist. Presumably the catechising killjoy was sold out. Then I drifted back into a delirious sleep again and dreamt that Oliver, Ed and Alan were in a field trying to catch a turkey with some nettles and a bishop. Must have been the painkillers. Oh, I, I was, at, can I just quickly butt in? I couldn't believe we weren't doing a podcast after that episode. <laughs> I, I, was, I nearly <laughs> cried. <laughs> it'll stay with me forever it was like george galloway on big brother with, with rula lenska wasn't it Cringy. Yeah. Anyway, oh. oh by the way before i forget if you are a listener to the arches in any scene in which chelsea horribin features you are entitled to a copy of the urban dictionary by the way just so you can figure out what the hell the she's urban, on about think of the urban dictionary of 2015, Lucy. <laughs> yes. The child uses more slang terms Cringe. in one minute than most teenagers do in a week. So next time she's on, just send your name and address into the archers and they'll pop a translation guide in the post. Hinge and Bracket set off for Clarence House or somewhere to meet the real queen and get the royal award for hair. Linda had a pixie cut with highlights, courtesy of Chelsea, and Febreze squeezed Lillian in at the end of the day when his corns were killing, the dryer had fused, and Kelly Marie was being a proper bitch. So as a result, I like to think she looked like a cross between Debbie McGree and a pedestrian crossing. The donkey has faked COVID to get out of the mystery play. 
May I suggest a llama? Obviously, it would take fright at absolutely everything and gob at Joseph, but it would add a bit of light relief, which appears to be much needed when you've got Roy Tucker in a loincloth shouting up a hill and the rest of the cast wearing more highlighter and contouring than Tess Daly at GAY. Harassment has redeemed himself and Blake is on the road to recovery. The poshos tried to help and were useless. Even Jazza cocked it up, but Chelsea rode to the rescue like Princess Diana in Boohoo Bodycon and sorted it all out. Blake had a pretty intense interview with Harassment, along with a nice lady from a homeless organisation. She reminded Harassment to take it easy on Blake to such an extent that every time Blake paused for breath or shifted in his seat, <laughs> Harassment kept asking him if he wanted a break and ushering <laughs> outside into the tent teeth of the Force 10 gale. The whole thing took ages. It was so, it was so stressful. And I'm pretty sure that Blake would have agreed that the grey man was Desmond Lynham if it had meant harassment would have stopped fussing. Anyway, well done, Chelsea, even if I don't understand a bloody word you say. Some lunatic has has allowed William out with a shotgun again. Anyone else predicting Maya making a one-woman protest against gun sports by riding a donkey naked through the middle of the shoot while Martin Gibson takes pot shots at her from behind a hedge? Alan staggered off to conduct Bert's funeral. I never knew funerals ended with flaming sambucas off the end of the coffin, but I'm probably behind the times. (laughs) He seems to be genuinely astonished and slightly aggrieved that he was in trouble for getting two rat ass to perform a religious sacrament. I'm really not sure he's got the hang of the whole vicar thing at all. Are we sure he has actually got the vicaring license? Is it like in the 70s and he just borrowed his brothers or something? He was moaning about what a lot of work he had to do at Christmas. But yes, that is the point of you, Alan. What bit of this do you not get? Christmas. He'll be asking for Sundays off next. In other news, Kate, a woman in her 40s, has a macrame wall hanging, fairy lights and a dream catcher. And presumably a poster of Morton Harkett and a mood ring. Tom and Natasha are now homelesses. Good job they sorted out Sawyers in time as they can sleep in a pile of apple peelings. The longer this Hazel storyline goes along, the more I realise she's evicted half the village at one time or another. The characters all pointed it out to each other, but not one of them said, it's almost as if every time everything's got a bit static, Hazel comes back and shakes us all up like a snow globe, so we all come down in different places. It's impressive, in an odd way. Not as impressive, though, as Natasha's spectacular bit of clopping when she went after Susan like a misguided missile. A misguided missile up the clangor, it appears, which means that Bridge Farm will soon be echoing to the tiny footsteps of a little apple sausage. Linda and Eddie had a lovely afternoon out at the donkey sanctuary. I'm not sure it was entirely realistic that you could just wander in, clamber into the field with the donkeys and wander away with one under your arm. It's a sanctuary, not Italia Conti. Anyway, we had lots of lovely donkey noises, all of which sounded like rusty gates opening and closing, and a load of goff about finding a donkey that had dignity and stage presence. Oh, the only reason you have an animal in a nativity is the vain hope that it might poo somewhere or run amok. Bugger quiet dignity. And it's the same for Hazel. We only want her here to stir up shit and run amok. And she will. Goody. If Hello Helen has been put off again for another Christmas, then the least we can look forward to is Hazel being driven out of the village by Kate, Hilda and Peggy, threatening her with sharp sticks and more lentil casserole. The end. Oh, that was a lot of, um, that was a bit jumbled up, actually, Lucy. That's what I said. It was very very good. It was a bit like you you were trying to work it out yourself. Is it, was it really like that, Harriet? It's a little chicky. It was really funny. But you've got me all confused now. Uh, they, I, I, because I'm like, because I'm, part, I'm over, 
I'm over the three weeks and I, I stayed awake for them. I um, it, This week was only Bridge Farm, as far yes. as I remember. Yes. But I liked that you remembered all the other stuff because I'd completely forgotten. <laughs> uh, like, basically, like, really important stuff. Like, uh, well, no, a lot of silliness. A lot of silly waffle, really? Well, there was quite a lot of waffle. Yeah, the donkey sanctuary was a bit silly. And um, then there was a similar thing with the turkeys and hazel, wasn't Yes. There? But Alan's drunk acting was terrible. Oh, I know, but you know, because that's because it's like the basic drama school. Oh, he's he's a great actor, but you know, like basic acting drunk. Uh, to act drunk, you have to act sober, don't you? Basically, mm-hmm. you have to. Yeah, that's what they. That's the note, isn't mm. it? Like you have to. Be, you're Ultra trying sober. so hard to sound <laughs> yeah. sober. Yeah. But he was <laughs> he was doing drunk vicar. Yes. He really was. It was like listening to Derek Nimmo in 1975. <laughs> I didn't mind it, though, because I really enjoyed the, I enjoyed the sort of farcical, mm. um, sweet, folky tone of that episode. Yes. Who did the service then? Oliver. Oliver did it. Oh. Because I guess it wasn't a legal thing anyway. Mm. Um, so Oliver did it, but we didn't hear it. It basically, there was quite a lot of build-up and then... And then um, and then it was Alan... wish they were on Eurostar. Yeah, and yes. that made me really stressed because Eddie was like, "Come on, love, we're leaving. We are train at seven p.m." Yeah, and I was like, "But sh- oh, hang, God, hang on a minute, what time is it now?" Yeah, surely it's only. It can't be <laughs> under four p.m. How are they going to get to Eurostar? You know, with an hour to spare. Yes. I got. I was. It really made me quite jittery hearing that. And also, um, how. Uh, uh, d- 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 would you ever let anyone pack for you ever for anything uh i actually would really appreciate it if anyone bothered packing for me <laughs> i hate i because i'm always packing for yeah. you know five other people <laughs> i love it when they say to when they say to you when you get to the airport and they say did you pack this case yourself you feel like yes i'm a woman of course i did i packed every other buggers as well are you criticising my packing? <laughs> yes. Why? I wouldn't mind if someone packed. I think that's quite nice, actually, because I don't care what I wear or what I look like or, you know, and you'd always buy mm. something if you yes. need to. Yes, I think I'd love it if if someone was like, okay, we're off and I've packed your stuff. You don't nope, have to do any of that. Somebody would bring my wrong foundation and I wouldn't like it. <laughs> but Lizzie, you'd be like really relaxed and honey. You wouldn't even need foundation. You could just like go natural. Have you met me? You don't wear foundation. Of course I wear bloody foundation. You never see your like, makeup. I, I look like I have recently been run over if I don't. <laughs> the late Lucy Freeman I look like. Um, also, I wasn't criticising your monologue, just saying. So oh, no. <laughs> oh, yes. Hate a woman when she's down. I wasn't Jesus. starting our reunion on a real down ad. Reunion. Some criticism that I've been meaning to give for a while, actually, <laughs> But you thought, let's wait till she's got the Rona and then catapulted no, I mean, at her. We we went straight into the arches and I meant to go straight into Lucy. It's so great to have you back. <laughs> I'm so glad to be back. And as I was saying to you earlier, I loved our first week off because I think I yeah. washed my hair or something. Week off. But and then, then I, I was yes. a bit bereft last week. Yes. Yeah, well, sad. <coughs> because it's, it's different when you listen to the arches. And you know you're not no, going to be yacking yes. on about it. Mm. Yes, there's sort of no point listening. <laughs> <laughs> so I didn't really. No, but but... Our job, is we have to listen so other people don't have to, you see. Especially and then when you. we don't, it's like nobody's listening. Exactly. Nobody's listening. 
Exactly. And also we need to store up facts. Yes. So that eventually we will be experts. Yes. Probably when we're like 103 and no one's listening because we're both barking at each other in an old people's home. But I'm sure everybody would much rather hear how you're doing and how Mr. Newby's doing. I am much better, Mr. Newby. <laughs> oh, this is so much... <laughs> So much, so much that was poor timing i'm sorry that wasn't supposed to be melodrama i am feeling a lot better mr newbie's feeling a lot worse oh dear uh but he's okay um yes he's but all you right. were quite bad i was not it was not the nicest time i've ever had anybody if you're thinking of postponing your booster or whatever don't do it get all of the things you were so unlucky. I was on the... I was The day I was trying to book my booster was the day I tested positive. Oh, that is And it shite. is minging. It's a horrible thing to have. It is not just the flu. I've had the flu. This is crap. Go and get all the boosters and all the shots and all the everything you can get. Well, yes. even if it's not crap, even... Because I had it real, really mild, except I did lose my taste and smile for like yes, three or four weeks. Yes, which is awfulness. Oh my God, it's just so boring. As we mm. were saying, it like... Yeah. Obviously, this. Uh, you know, it's it's nothing compared to what some people go through, but it's a pe- it's because you real can't downer. even cheer yourself up with a cup of tea, no, or exactly. a packet of crisps, or a you chocolate can't bar. look forward to a glass of wine or nope. even a nice meal. Nope. And imagine, like, if you've got that at Christmas, imagine if you're still mm. tasteless at Christmas. I mean, a lot of people are tasteless at Christmas, <laughs> but in a very different way. <laughs> uh, and I, I'm happily number myself. You wouldn't be able that. to taste your own turkey. Mm. That's um, probably no bad thing to be honest. But anyway. But anyway, no, I'm glad, I'm so glad you are a bit better. Thank you. And uh, lots of love to Mr. Newby. Yes. Because yes. um, uh, we were thinking of him. Yes. And pretty much lot, everyone I know has got COVID at the moment except mm. me. So <laughs> good luck, guys. <laughs> at least you've got it out the way before Christmas. <laughs> I've got my um, booster next week. I had some questions for you for bits that I wasn't sure whether or not I'd nodded off or whatever. <laughs> Um, or you've co- you coughed over them. Why, yeah, exactly. Why why is it now massively important, like vital, that Chelsea and Mia are friends? Because they went from being, oh, that would be because, quite good, to then yeah. money changing hands and everybody being shouted yeah. at for not being friends. And that, I don't no, understand that, it. No, that was what it went from. It just went from Will saying, and actually it was, I actually quite thought that was quite sweet because, you know, Mia is... You know, her earnestness yeah, has got a bit yeah. irritating. And I thought, and Will was, I liked his um, honesty about it. And he was basically saying, you know, she is just a bit too mm. obsessed and mm. she needs to have more fun. And then Jazza was saying, and I want, I don't know why Jazza is suddenly the primary carer for Chelsea. <laughs> Tracy's just, and guys, can we, can we still, even though I love Chelsea, can we still have Tracy? Can you yes, it shouldn't like be an well? either or situation. No, I don't know. It shouldn't be Jazza and Chelsea or yeah. Jazza and Tracy. It should be Tracy and Chelsea and Jazza. Anyway, yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, they were just saying our kid. They they, they, they thought the girls would be good for each other. Right. But, but it did remind me of you know when you went to go to a play group when your children are little and oh, you yeah. get on really well with one of the mums oh, and then yeah. you you plonk your child down next to their child and go no. right play be friends yeah. <laughs> because I want to talk to the mother you know and, and you if think, you say be friends they won't be really no. do that when they're no. nineteen they need you to sniff can't. each other's bums first mm-hmm. and yeah, you know exactly. do a bit of parallel play but I thought it was quite I actually felt sorry for Mia for the first time when. She basically went, I don't even know why you're trying to talk to me because you know yeah. I'm basic. 
Yeah. And um, on the school, I can remember that on the school bus when someone comes over yeah. to you and you think, oh, no. They just feel, they pity me. Yeah, or, or no, they're going to do it because they're going to take the piss out oh, of you yeah, somehow. Oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, I did feel sorry for Mia. And also, I don't, I think, like, yeah, it's hard, isn't it? Because Chelsea is a really great character, but I think they, they don't want to, in, they're in, endangering themselves in mm. making her a bit, like, I don't know, maybe her, she just needs a bit more subtlety again. Because yeah. she's yeah. a bit like, you know. Yes. She's right, one, she's like, one you, note. You, she's so, not, yeah. Yeah, exactly. I think bring back a bit of the... And also she's not <laughs> everything she's doing. Like, you know, not talking to to um, uh, Tracy apart from on her phone. She spends the whole time in her room talking to her. That is entirely normal. Exactly. It, I don't know why Teenage Jazz is getting him. Exactly. No, it's... It, I mean, I suppose he's trying to prove that he's a, a, he wants to prove to Tracy that he's a reliable stepdad. But, but but that's the thing. She's not doing anything naughty or rebellious as far as I can see. No, she's going to college. She's doing her stuff. She's she's becoming a pillar of the village. She's saved a homeless man. That will do for Thursday. (laughs) She's given uh, Linda a great pixie cut. Yeah. Lillian looks like Dame Edna, thanks to Fabrice. <laughs> oh, I, I was such a good like, Is that thing you should never, ever, 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 ever ask for a new haircut? Yeah, when it's something important. Oh, my God. Yeah. yeah. No. <laughs> or just ever. Yeah. Because <laughs> the hairdresser will quite rightly just want to have a little experiment. Yeah. Yeah. It's like when I, uh, uh, the hairdresser persuaded my mum to have a fringe and she was going to me, no, I don't think. And I was going, yeah, well, that's a great idea. Yeah, you should just really trust him. And it was so awful. She looked like Julie Andrews in Sound of Music. Oh. It was like, it was a cut like that. And mum like could barely get over it. it took oh. weeks. <laughs> yeah. But that you can't, you can't go maverick. No. Before the palace. No, no. And, and I thought it was a shame they didn't have the palace scene. Yes, because we've had them on the road before. We've had Lillian and Linda exactly. at, at uh, Chelsea, didn't and we? And seeing as they went... I mean, and the flower show, an, not the Horobin, um, but yeah. Yeah, and seeing as they went and did that thing at Clarence House. Yes, yeah. why didn't why, they... Yeah, yeah why couldn't they have... I don't, it's a bit of a... Sh- I, you know, or had they could Camilla have had, hopping they around could, in the background. Yeah, they could have just been in the in the car park yes, at Buckingham yeah. Palace or something. I did quite like... Um, um, Sorry, my memory, my just my memory is oh, just non-existent. Don't worry, that's why I'm here, dear. Oh, what's oh, the name sorry, of Linda's do, husband? Lucy, Lucy, yes. do, do, you need a, do you need a break? Do you need a break? <laughs> Shall I get you a cup of tea? <laughs> Shut up, Harrison, just let him speak. And then, and then when he wasn't interrupting the woman, <laughs> I think he needs a break now, Harrison. I was like, oh my God, this poor bloke. They, they do it's infantilize so him somewhat, it's don't they? So I mean, I know, I know so he's vulnerable, much. but he's not. A, you know, it's not three. <laughs> Have you pissed yourself, Blake? Would you? Do you need to bum wipe him? Come on, Blake? come on, son. I'll get a potty for you. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> we, do you need some more pants? We won't watch. <laughs> we will watch. <laughs> um, just, it was a bit. It was a bit. But it was like it was, they were trying so hard to make it right. Everyone's going. <laughs> that the grey man is Vince. Because of the meat, he worked with meat. <gasps> it's not nice, no. Vincey, is it? No. No. Tell oh me it's God, not me. nice, Vincey. Oh, my God, that made me feel a bit sick. I know. Chills. I need a lot of reassurance this week. So nothing no. nasty is going to happen and it's not Vince no, the Lucy, is it? No, it can't be. Okay, good. No. Okay. And the grey man is still scary. Yes. That is scary. Yes. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Cuckoo. Um... <laughs> Secrets. We have secrets. 
we do. It's just such secret things that we're not telling you I just you told about. you who I fancy in the playground. Do you? But I, I am a bit sad because I fancy him too, but now oh, I can't say anything. Vince, anyway. It's Vince. Anyway. <clears throat> um, uh, can I ask, I have another question. Oh yes, do, do. Um, I like that. I'm, I'm the oracle suddenly. Why did Natasha... Natasha, yes. Immediately not think that it was Fallon because Fallon was the one that had the grudge oh, against no. her oh, no. it, about the tea room, yeah, about so losing she, yeah. the tea room. So why did yeah. Natasha not immediately think it was Fallon that had told Hazel? Because when, when she, she said, said I, yeah. know who, I know who yeah. it was, I thought, oh, here we go. She's going to go and did. have a pop at Fallon. We all did. We all thought, oh, poor Fallon. She didn't mean it. Because we've never heard oh, Susan no. have a go at Fallon about leaving and deliveries or anything. It made me, a, it made me cross because, to be honest, if you think about it, no one's going to, you know, why would anyone, do, what, you know, just take a chill pill, Tashi. Mm. Anyway, but, but then the second thing was it made, uh, Susan was so victimised this week for basically being, a, like, like I felt there was that she just um, ta- Natasha immediately went over and gave her an a- an absolutely uncalled for mouthful. Yeah, and then also basically Johnny and everyone was laughing at her and her like yeah. she was so sort of vulnerable this week. Yes, I felt so sorry for her because yes. it was like the bridge bridge farm. They're always they're always laughing at her from their smuggling. Yeah, yeah, high horses, yeah. aren't they? Yeah, and she was like. <laughs> You look so stupid in a hairnet. But, yeah. you know, oh, bend over, Susan. I'm going to do a, yeah. a, a photo where you look like a milkmaid. Yeah. And I know it wasn't like that, but I, it made me really, I just didn't like any of that. No. And then I when didn't. Natasha was horrible, I was, I have, I've liked Natasha recently and it made me dislike her again. Mm. I got upset. Yes, me too. And, and I do think, you know, I think Pat and Helen and, and, uh, and Tony to a certain extent. They're just so smug oh, and God, so, um, you know, when even when Pat and um, Natasha were arguing about Natasha not having a space at um, for, for, for summer, whatever it's called, at, yeah. um, at Bridge Farm, I was I was thinking, I don't care about either of you. I don't have any, no. No, I don't want either trouble. of you to to win this argument because I hope things go wrong for both of you because I, I don't know. like you. I think that's the trouble. Pat's becoming more and more brusque and unlikable. Mm. Although I did enjoy it when she was on the phone with Hazel. Yes. And and she was so brusque, but even... No, but no as Linda no said, brusque. Sorry. <laughs> sorry, sorry, uh, Mia, that I was... My tone may have been a little brusque. <laughs> Who says that? <laughs> She's going to start about the toilets. <laughs> Just I, love I love it when she does that. Oh. Uh, or her, whenever her or Susan does a bit of foreign. Funny, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but but Pat's vocal with Hazel is like if you listen again, it's like it's it's um it's so beautifully performed mm. by Pat. It's yeah. so scathing, but also yeah. she is no match for. Her. But um, yeah, she's just becoming more and more unlikable their whole family are yeah and natasha we she'd won us over hadn't she recently can't remember why and but when she was mean to susan again. and then and then when she said she was pregnant i just thought Ugh. i didn't think oh hurrah that's sweet well, or that's nice I or anything know. i just thought I, Ugh. I just thought what well, now we're supposed to feel sorry for you because, yeah you know no i know i know I, I was i had a little pang because i thought you know didn't Lester, we have this a... before because it seems to me that at christmas time with monotonous regularity we have 
the homeless, the pregnant Where lady, the what is a homeless? Because we had that with Ed and Emma in the caravan. Yeah, but she's not going to have the, unless she has a super premier baby, she's not going to have the baby in time for Christmas. No, no, she's but it's only, like pregnant be... woman in the, you know, it's again, it's, it just feels a bit tropey. No, but I think if they were going to do that, they would have um, done the, they would have given her, she would have been more having the baby. Oh, okay. That would make sense. Yeah. I mean, Mary didn't, Mary had the baby on Christmas Day. That's a fact. It was actually, that was really so, bad um, timing, wasn't it? Because everything would have been shut. Exactly. <laughs> Nightmare. And hospitals are always busy on Christmas Day. But, um, uh, so, I don't, so I don't know if... I think that was just us all going, oh, sort of Christmassy story. But mm. that can't be right unless she's already, like, you know, five months pregnant. But I doubt And it. also, did anybody believe that Hazel was now nice? For longer than I, two seconds. I actually did for two seconds. I, I did keep wondering... I kept, and then I did actually, every so often I did think, oh, oh, maybe she is like genuinely sorry for what she's done. And then obviously she was, but I, but, but do you think that she's, what, what do you think, what's her game? Um, well, it's something to do with the rewilding. She's realized there's a money making opportunity in it. Oh, uh, do you think? And, well, I wondered if, yeah, sorry. And yeah, and I think that's why she wants it to be the Jack Woolley rewilding farty pants. Daddy, so Daddy's that, rewilding. Daddy. So that she can somehow... She's a bit like you, Lucy. Oh, I just need to stop for a breath. <laughs> That's what I was worried I was going to be like, you know. So he, uh, just a little bit breathless. Uh, Rex made me laugh and he went, you've had COVID? Because no <laughs> well, one to be fair, to... <laughs> she is the only person in the she whole is. of Borsetshire. Exactly. Because they yeah. don't, they're all deniers. They don't so believe it's a real yeah, thing. Exactly. They've got a real COVID person in their midst mm. now. They're going to have to go get their vaccinations. Yeah. Otherwise, they'll be like, hey, so. Um, and I, I wondered if she'd lost her money somehow. Like, is she now down on her luck, which is why she oh. has to take over the flat? Yeah. And So the new of, house doesn't exist. The exact, new house they're doing exactly. up. Exactly. Ah. That was what I thought. Well, it's something definitely something to do with the rewilding, and she's she's wondered if if there's any dibs going. She wants to make sure that her name's on it somehow, which is why she's going on about daddy's when it's daddy's because, money. Because that's why it was sort of confusing. Because you thought, well, you know, if she has been really ill, which clearly she has, then you know, and maybe she did genuinely want to come back to the her you know bosom of her mm. family. Peggy's withered bosom. Yes. <laughs> dear, dear. Peggy. Dear Peggy. My favourite bit was Kate going, are you vegan? No. Well, I am. <laughs> the thing is, because you can't kid a kidder and because Kate yes, has, has done exactly. so much sort of um, yeah. falsifying of her own persona to, to manipulate it, she can see exactly what she's doing. And so could Eddie. Even yes. that turkey scene yeah. was a bit odd yeah he was like i you know yeah I, yeah i was thinking as well bloody hell if they you know they clearly haven't got the approval of the vegan board on this when they're wandering around with a turkey stun gun you know do you want to go i was thinking i mean i eat meat and i found that a bit <laughs> it was a bit weird a little it? bit gruesome yeah and i didn't really un- I, I i did guess what they, they were basically just yeah like scaring her weren't they yeah putting her through yeah a miserable time yeah and and turkeys are revolting and and the whole thing is a bit bleak them being in this horrible little yeah they should have just got oliver in for the end just to go (laughs) 
<laughs> Whatever he did. Gobble, 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 gobble. One of my favourite clips on the whole of the internet, apart from that Irish man when the bat gets into the sitting room, Never which is it. my absolute favourite. I'll look it up. Um, is uh, a man, I don't know where he is, I think he's in Turkey or something, and he calls to a bunch of turkeys out of the window and he just goes, and 700 turkeys all go, back at him and he becomes hysterical immediately. This is so funny. Wow. <laughs> they're very stupid. They're too. very stupid turkeys. They don't what? have a lot of brain going on. But, and... Not, and, but they can come. They can call. Yes, can call yes, yes. So it just... <laughs> so he set up this bizarre <laughs> turkey well, call and response thing. It was very funny. How do you do that noise? How do you do it? I'm not telling you. It's the only noise I can do that you can't. You don't think I'm going to give away my power. Do I'm going to listen back and learn it. Yeah, you will as well. <laughs> 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 what? <laughs> I can't. You sound like, like somebody throttling a magpie. <laughs> <laughs> Yay! I found a noise you can't make. <laughs> I bet that um, our friend has a sound effect for that. <laughs> you see? See? Vero? Okay. <laughs> um... <coughs> Right. Oh, should we just oh quickly? Should we just um, explain that we've had to postpone our pets? Yes, pets win prizes has gone back a week <laughs> due to unforeseen circumstances. Yes, coughing, unforeseen coughing. coughing. Um, I mean, I was totally fine, but I'm just I can't do any of that on my own. No. So um, <laughs> I need the full team <laughs> behind me, in front of me, even because <laughs> I just like to linger at the back and not not have responsibility for everything. Yeah. So, uh, so we're yeah, you're like at a fight <laughs> when it's all when it's all finished and everyone's been carried away. Then you just, just come up and go, yeah, and pick up whatever coat's left and go home. That's what you do. Yep, that's yep. what I do. <laughs> now, do you want to hear the most exciting email in the history of exciting emails? Yes, yes. I know Is you already ex- know it. I do, but... but it's really exciting. And we would have saved it for our anniversary episode, <clears throat> but I think that was last week. Yes. So, Again, time, timey-wimey has gone a bit strange, so we're not quite sure where we are. But this is great. This is the most exciting email. It is from Liz Danziger. And she says, My friend Olivia introduced me to Ambridge on the Couch about a year ago, though we had previously occasionally spent time discussing the show. I presume she means the archers. We got into the habit of meeting up to listen to you each week. One thing led to another, and after we had stopped giggling after last week's podcast, I proposed and she accepted! And we blame you three. Thank you so much for, at least partially, bringing us together. Big hugs, Liz Danziger and Olivia Sutton. Yay! (laughs) Isn't that amazing? Brilliant. Congratulations. I am so excited. Oh, so fantastic. Such gorgeous news. You, you told me that a while back and I, oh, I've been, so, I wish, I, yeah, it's been, I we both I went so a bit excited. Yeah, didn't we? We did. <laughs> it's such lovely, happy, joyful, yes, yes wonderful and news. And to think that listening to us dribbling on was, <laughs> was probably, it probably, it worked because they thought, oh, my God, they're just still talking. So they started talking about something more interesting, which turned out to be a relationship. Oh, that is so lovely. So, A, when is the wedding? B, Mr. Newby has asked if he can be bridesmaid. 
and see can i draw a picture yes oh yes so we need <coughs> sorry we need um do you need a break a pi- <laughs> go out and have a cigarette that'll do me a power of good um we need a picture of you two if that's okay um yes, so that harriet pressure. can do one of her one of her one of her lovely cartoony drawings for you uh, only if only if they'd like it and then yes. we can put it on our feed yes. and obviously we want to come to the wedding and obvs uh covid missing yep. i'll make sure lucy does a pcr test yep before she gets there. yeah no um no pressure girls <laughs> <laughs> they've already got married <laughs> i know they're like oh my god are they still talking about that <laughs> yeah, i know Bloody yeah um. can can you move on now please <laughs> uh no because no, it's the most exciting thing that's ever happened i can yes. even see my um interface you know my knobby knob thing going what? hot for it it's going red because i got excited oh you know the knob when, when our levels are too loud. Yes. See, you've goes... made... Harriet's got knob throb now. <laughs> I've got a hot, hot knob. A hot knob. Oh, look, it's gone... Yeah, Is that better, guys? Sorry about that. I, it, this might be a bit of a blasty podcast. They might have some. liked a hot knob. Who knows? Because <laughs> we're, we're a bit out of practice with our levels, Lucy. Well, God. Have we ever been in practice? <gasps> no. Right. Viv Moriarty who is our correspondent from Beyond Sanity. <laughs> Dear Captain and Scruff, she says, Ooh, Alan, is <laughs> Alan is possessed by Satan, evidenced yes. by singing Coldplay whilst drunk. Max, <laughs> yeah, that was funny. Max von Sydow needs to be sent to Ambridge immediately. He and Linda, as God, are impelled to perform an exorcism. I am looking <laughs> forward to hearing the vicar's head turning 360 degrees. Best Viv Moriarty. Viv, you're off your head. <laughs> But we love it. So but keep sending. Alan singing Coldplay was yeah. hilarious. Mm. Right. Katie Anderson was so cross, she sent us two emails about the same thing. Katie Anderson. <laughs> I am halfway through Sunday's episode. No way would Alan get drunk before a ceremony. No yeah. chance. This yeah. is even worse than the sentimental cheese fest I was dreading, she says. She then follows it up two hours later. Uh, Dear Harriet, Lucy, Mr. Newby. I am still annoyed about Sunday. It was ridiculous. <laughs> oh, no, this is Wednesday. It was ridiculous. Also, after the build-up of the Allen story leading to Oliver having to take the service, did we even hear it? I don't think we did, yes, but I had possibly exactly. zoned out, so I might be mistaken. But I feel like it jumped straight to Eddie and Clary talking about how it lovely did. their day had been. What yeah. a load of old bollocks. Love the podcast, Katie. <laughs> what a load of old bollocks. I love the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Katie, you own you own that anger, darling. Don't you don't need to apologise and tell us that you and, love the podcast if and you are feeling you are furious. Right. That's fine, and you are you are right. Perfectly it just skipped. It skipped from drunken, uh, yeah, un- unbelievable drunken escapade to, and then to nothing. Yeah, yes, to an unbelievable time <clears throat> frame thing where they had two hours to get a Eurostar. Yes. Oh God, it takes two hours to get your cases. Anyway, um, right. This is Richard Keeling. Firstly, I would like to RSVP to the live Ambridge on the Couch. Yay! I live in Newcastle, but I'm willing to commute to London for what I'm sure will be a fine affair. I even promise I won't grumble about the long journey like Adam grumbled about his 20-mile commute. (laughs) I'll just eat loads of foam bananas to give me a sugar rush. (laughs) I'm going to interrupt your email, Richard. Sorry. Um, We're thinking of doing the Harlequin tour. Oh, we are yeah. saying this without actually checking with anybody. But the oh, Harlequin... Or checking where the Harlequin pubs are. Yes. The Harlequin pub in Sheffield said they would like to have us. So that would be amazing. <laughs> and I have got very, very uh, happy re- um, memories of Sheffield because oh, I did great. go to university there. Oh, so... That'd be nice. We can do the Harlequin tour. So we can yeah. do the Harlequin pub in 
Islington and yeah. the Harlequin pub in Sheffield. And if there are any other Harlequins anywhere that fancy... Like one in um, Edinburgh or something. Yes. That'd be or good. Or Monaco. Also oh Monaco. God. Yeah. Or the Maldives. Mm. Oh, That'd be God. nice. Wouldn't you just love a bit of sun at the moment? Oh, my God. I'd love a bit of sun at the moment. Does it's anybody only... own, like, an island or something? That <laughs> oh, we my God. Could... We, surely we know someone who must know someone in Mystique. Yes. We must Mystique do. or Mystique? Mis- whatever it is. <laughs> the band or the island? Um, the... <laughs> <laughs> the Princess Margaret thing. The Princess Margaret, where you have to waft around in a caftan with a cigarette Well, because holder. we're practically royal now. Now the Arches is royal. Yeah, we are, totally. Uh, we basically yeah. And are... you did oh, a... Oh, yeah. You, you, you danced to the man who danced to the woman who danced to the Prince of Wales, didn't you? I you... did. Yeah. And I did a tweet that made it look like I was doing a professional recording. You did, because everyone messaged me and said, why is Harriet at Clarence House? And I was too <laughs> off my head, and I just went... I don't know. <laughs> I, I, I was deli- I basically did that deliberately because I wanted people to think I'd been invited. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Why not? But, Why not? Uh, no, I, I was just, I just met Toby on a job and mm. got chatting. But, it, but it was the next day, so it was really interesting. And he said how what a brilliant day they'd had. And I didn't realise that so many of them had gone because from the photos you think it's oh. just a select few. Okay, and it wasn't all the cast, obviously, but it was a lot of them. And they, and they, he said it was really lovely. And he said, Clarence House, it was just like going to, you know, to sort of hang out in her sitting room. And there wow. was champers and lovely food. And did he still have the aura of the royals about him? He did. did he? he looked sort of clean and... Did he? Sort of, you know, like there was a little light glowing from him. Oh. Uh, he didn't look hungover or anything. Oh. And, you know, he was so jolly. Wholesome. And obviously, because it's, yes. it's Toby. Yeah. But he was um, <laughs> so... Enthusiastic about it. No, it sounded like, and it sounded, and also because another thing that was nice, it was a reunion for the whole cast. Oh, they yes. obviously haven't seen each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Haven't seen each other for yeah. ages. And Peggy is 148 yeah. or something. Yeah. yeah. And she was cut the cake, didn't she? And yeah. Um, yeah. No, no, he said it was such a nice day. Good. Yes. Good. So, well done, everybody. I wanted people Carry to think on. that I'd gone. Yes. <laughs> I'm a bit miffed that I wasn't invited. Why would you have been? Well, I could have just provided like some other voices. Mm-hmm. You know, background yeah. artist, I could have been. Or, or a turkey noises, maybe. But we call it when I get Turkey drowning. That. That's why. <laughs> I feel, I think we should do the equivalent of that. Um, we should have our own celebrity mm. and we should do it in somewhere. The equivalent of Clarence House. Okay. Which would be, um, what would it be, Lucy? Um <laughs> I don't know where you're going your, with this. I can't house? help you. I don't know, no, I don't uh, my, know. my oh yeah, my house is totally the equivalent of Clarence House. Absolutely. <laughs> no, I feel we should have our own sort of. Re- we could do that on the Harlequin tour, though, couldn't we? Yeah. Well, we just appoint sort of somebody a... Queen of Ambridge for that day. Yeah. 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 And we could have like a reception. Yes. Couldn't we? Yes. You know, we could do some evening events, and yeah. then we could have a reception. Black tie. Black tie. Yeah. Pink fizz. Butlers. Yeah. Yeah, sort of yeah, yeah. Topless butlers, you know those yeah. ones that just wear the bow tie. And the oh my god, no, that 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 is literally cringe. <laughs> oh, I had that for that my head night, and I was it was so oh it, god, it was did so you? embarrassing because he was very he was he looked like he was about twelve. Oh, like, honestly, he was an adolescent, and oh. and he was very nice and very clean and you know jolly and and you seem he, to be um, quite obsessed about whether or not men are clean, Harriet. Have you have you had some horrible? No, I mean, I quite like it when men have dirty fingernails, you know, like that. Oh, okay. I was thinking <laughs> you're quite sad that he was clean. 
Well, he was just a bit too clean. Okay. He, was a, he came to be a naked butler, but he was he wasn't naked. Old. What completely yeah. naked? Yeah, they have a an yes, they have an apron on there. You know, they have a sort of thong thing on there. And Ooh, then, I don't think I'd yeah. like that. I'd be worried about what he'd used to stir the like a swizzle stick. What and he'd used to stir the cocktails yeah. with. And then he started talking about what course he was doing at university and it just all got a bit oh, like... Oh, bless him. Oh, wow. Did, we all sort of mothered him and Did you of, offer to help him with his CV and yeah, stuff? Basically. I think someone was doing that by the end of the night. <laughs> yeah. Didn't really, didn't really hit, the, hit the spot. Oh, dear. Yeah. But, oh. yeah. But it's, it's quite fun if you get, a, you know... I mean, is, is that why your wedding was a disaster? <laughs> Gosh, we don't remember. We don't know. Oh, yes. No. We don't know. No, my wedding was great. It was just, if it, 20 <clears throat> years on, not that I've been married for 20 years, remember, I'm really young. 10 years on, five years on, <laughs> I would do things differently. Okay. <laughs> it was a great wedding. Like a different groom or what? <laughs> well, all of that, basically. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You'd do it very differently. <laughs> listening to these Christmas episodes. Um, um, back to the email. Zip! Yeah. Oh, yeah. While I'm ranting about Adam's ridiculously long and winding commute, where is Natasha's orchard? Is it in Wales? <laughs> if so, how is she possibly functioning? <laughs> driving all that way and doing work, then driving back. Adam has shown once an Ambridge resident crosses the borders, they encounter terrible jet lag. Thinking about this, could that be why she agreed to marry Tom? She was just too tired from the commute to say no. Uh. Well, she was staying there, though, wasn't she? Yes. But that, that that whole sort of Hazel's argument of you're working at home. Everybody's you, house has oh been used as a commercial thing. There's been, Hazel, you've had COVID. There's been a lockdown. So it doesn't really add up, does it? And also she's got, a, all she would need to do was go, this is my office. It's an, I've been, com-. Yeah. it's like, you're, you, you're allowed, what, so you're not allowed to do an email from yeah. your house? Yeah. You're not allowed to get, parcel what if you're a what if your company is your yeah. house yeah anyway no, it's absolute well, I suppose that's what was her point wasn't it the company mm. isn't allowed to be registered at your address but um anyway. he says <clears throat> when you do a live Silly. show can i please request harriet records a cd of her doing jolene doing covers <laughs> her snippet oh, of... yeah the actually the album's coming out uh, <laughs> uh, uh march 2022 her snippet of who runs the world had me in stitches <laughs> I would who happily... run the world? <laughs> Not you, Eddie. Who run the world? No, Hazel. <laughs> who run the world? Oh, let's forget it then. <laughs> I would happily part with my hard-earned cash if it meant I had a Harriet Jolene compilation CD for long car journeys. Oh, my God. Lucy, <laughs> this can happen. This can happen. <laughs> Richard, stop encouraging her for crying out loud. You gonna, know what she's like I'm about the singing. Go. I'm going to get on the garage band later tonight, oh, guys. Put down a few tracks. See what we come up with. Who around the world? Yeah. <laughs> Can't think of any more songs, though. That's the trouble. None, what about, um, oh, no, you, you did Lizzo last time, didn't you? Oh, yeah. Oh, you do me hair toss. <laughs> Check my bed. But I always thought that should be Ruth, because she should be like, I do me hay bales. Check the sheep. Or, you know, like... <laughs> I was thinking, check oh, the oh, flock. Oh, check the flock. <laughs> David, what you doing? <laughs> now, <coughs> for those of you that like Harriet's singing. <laughs> Is there going to be some singing, Lucy? We're going Are to you... do a pantomime. Woo! 
a sort of unbelievable because it's already the 10th of December. Yes. And mm. Lucy hasn't written a single word. No. <laughs> um, Let alone a song. <laughs> but, um, so, yes, uh, it will have the singing in it. And also, Mr. Newby, when he has got the breath for it, he is going to be doing a bit of the singing <laughs> he's too. Gonna, he's going to... Don't give him any long notes. No. No. <laughs> pass out it'll go purple and there'll just be this massive crash as he hits the deck um and with special guest appearances from strange unexpected people Mm. so uh you can look forward to that and uh if anyone's got any ideas about um songs (laughs) that they'd like me to put in the bloody thing a pantomime yeah or song or songs and perform it in fact that would be (laughs) super duper that would be good actually because i'm quite busy week yep (laughs) okay (laughs) right this one is from christopher sanderson who says uh i have been listening to the archers since starting university in 1978 when my roommate got me hooked I tend to catch up on podcasts while driving long distances from my consultancy work at schools. And on Sunday, I listened to three episodes of Ambridge on the Couch back to back while traveling between Ely and Aylesbury. You poor bugger, Christopher. So <laughs> this email refers back to a couple of episodes. On this, on this occasion, Christopher, it really doesn't matter because time has gone out the window. Um, I really enjoyed your hypothesis of what it would be like if the Queen made a guest appearance on The Archers and then Harriet's impersonation of royalty in the next episode. There is a precedent for the Queen turning up on The Archers as she would be following in the footsteps of her sister. I remember an episode where Princess Margaret made a guest appearance as a surprise guest at Gay Grables in the days of Jack Woolley and Caroline Bone. Maybe another listener can remember the exact details. I can't, but it might have been an appearance at a charity fundraiser. So maybe we will one day find the Queen turning up in Ambridge. I know, I keep saying that, don't Mm. I? Because... You know, yep. just You're it, very keen. Gotta, they need to do it ASAP, don't they? They really do. I'd I'd love to hear those old episodes of you know Queen Princess Margaret, and that that would be amazing. I wonder if they still exist. I assume they must exist on a mm. tape somewhere. Uh, I think they do because I think the Archers posted it recently oh. because it, when it was their anniversary. What they had the Princess Margaret one on? I think so. Mm, just the I clip. Oh right. Yes, because yeah. that was the episode, there's the old story, the, the episode where she said, um, the producer said, she did her line, whatever it was, and the producer said, that's marvellous, Mum, thank you so much, but would you mind doing it again as if you are really having fun? And she just looked at him dead-eyed and said, yes, but I wouldn't be, would I? <laughs> <laughs> I still laugh. Anyway, um, Richard Lee said great podcast you make me laugh and brighten my day i love the episode where chelsea cut blake's hair i have been listening to the archers for many decades and that episode epitomizes why i love it oh i still wonder if george grundy is a good person or a thief a little alf a long burner i come originally from suffolk and would love to hear harriet attempt an ipswich accent oh you've got to be joking mate. <laughs> can i can you i be, lie, you boy you can... got to be joking that's no, Norfolk, I, isn't it? I learned. Oh, what? I thought they were the same. Well, how you got a light boy is is, oh, well, is good. Norfolk, and that's because that was the Norfolk post. The singing postman sang that. We song. had to learn it at drama school. I can't remember what it was, but I think we had to say, "I want a bear for a beer." Oh, really? That oh. and that's all I remember. Oh. It's really difficult. Well, it, it's not because you <clears> don't really hear that accent, and when they do it on the radio, they always just accidentally do a West Country accent yeah. instead, don't they? Yeah. And I do know an actor, Carl Prekop, who's a who's a. Oh yeah! Oh god, he's actor. in everything. Yeah, because he's brilliant. He's yeah. such, and he's a director as well now. But he is from Norfolk or Suffolk, Norfolk. Yeah, Norfolk, and so he does have a genuine. 
um, Norfolk accent. But um, but you don't hear it very often, do you? No. I'd like to hear it more often. Mm. I'd like to hear. I'd like to hear it more often. Can you? <laughs> <laughs> so we just wouldn't get the job. My, one of the guys that my dad used to work with um, was from Norfolk or Suffolk, and he. They were driving an enormous lorry round very, very, very tiny country roads in Suffolk. And um, my dad had finally extricated this enormous lorry from these tiny country loads, roads. And they're trundling along and my dad's thinking, thank God we're out of that. And then this little bloke in the back goes, Mick, I have got to go back. I have left my hat in that shop. <laughs> and he had to turn this enormous lorry round and seething drive all the way back down these incredibly difficult oh, lanes. That's good, anyway. that's good. Yeah, my that's head. the only thing. My head. Is that because you're from a little bit over there? No. Aren't I you don't. from the Midlands or something? Yeah. yeah. Well, so it's up a bit. And yeah. Then you just got to go up right up and over. A bit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, but Midlands accents are also really difficult. Well, everyone just does generic Brummy, don't they? Um, now, Alex Hodge, who says, I've, "Can I stop calling him Alexander because it feels like I'm telling him off?" That's what he says. Um, He's addressed this to the Right Honourable the Baroness Freeman, the Right Honourable the Baroness Carmichael, and <laughs> Sir Mr Newby Bart. Um, <laughs> he has been on holiday in Romania. Right. And he found what he says was the Ambridge of Romania. We <gasps> wow. met the Eddie Grundy of the village, who instead of the cider shed had his own fruit brandy shed, which <laughs> even included a small bed. He was making twice distilled plum brandy, which he oh offered to Alex and his friends, and they got plastered. Um, and at 9am, he offered some more of even the more potent variety. <laughs> he has sent me a picture of the Romanian Eddie Grundy, who is exactly as I imagine. You, if you could imagine the Romanian Eddie Grundy, that is, that is it. Um, he has offered us a venue in Bolton. Ooh, that's great because we could do that on the way to Sheffield. Yes. My God, this is... Anyway, it's a large <laughs> shed that forms part of my dad's Christmas tree farm. Oh, my God. I Let's go to, next week. I use it as a He's probably a bit busy. I don't think visiting a Christmas tree farm at Christmas it, is the ideal time. I know, but it would be like Lapland. It would be so lovely. No, it's Bolton, love. It's not like <laughs> I used it as a venue to host my 40th birthday celebration, which included jumping out of a birthday cake. Um, it will mean you all coming to Bolton and I'd need to find a good time to ask my dad if we could use it uh, I'm sure he wouldn't mind no he'd love it absolutely love it um, can finally, we all stay in the house I don't, when he did say I think hosting my 40th put my dad off using it for anything other than selling his trees anyway he said I don't find Adam hot but I do put two spaces after a full stop <laughs> Well done, Adam. Good boy. Yes, see, Adam is correct. Um, I'm going to post a picture of the Romanian Eddie Grundy oh, yes, after also. the podcast goes oh, out. Oh, yeah, good idea. Good Sunday. Idea. Now, do you... Ah, uh, now, Catherine Palazzola... Hey, ciao, Catherine. Um, <clears throat> ...sent us the, the lounge pants uh, email. Oh, yes. Uh, I can draw a line down my life now, she says. There's the time before and the time after. My two favourites read my email about lounge pants on their podcast. What a thrill to hear my name in such a dazzling Italian accent. I can't stop now, so I have a prediction for you. My first, I think Amy is going to decide her new calling is to be a farrier. She will apprentice with Chris and they will forge, ha-ha, a romance. Well, 
it's interesting you say that because there hasn't been any Alice Chris Amy no. for ages. So I guess they'll be coming back after Christmas or something. I mean, it is ridiculous, isn't it? Absolutely how you, how ridiculous. You just, and how you just completely forget yeah, when but they as haven't if been in it. For... The, the entire village has talked of nothing else for months yeah. and now no one's not even a, how is she? I, I, nothing. Like, Absolutely she, nothing. It, like that even like they're doing a village play but you know no one said oh you know should we have baby martha yeah you know you know it's sort of like yeah it's funny how it, when yeah. they're out of yeah out when of you're sight, out they, you're really out yeah. yeah yeah now um last podcast uh, grazie caterina margaret from uh north carolina messaged us and said there was nobody that she had <laughs> to talk about the archers with Oh, yes. And then we asked if she had a porch. Yes. Um, oh, and bless her. She says uh, she is sending good wishes to anybody, including me and Mr. Newby, who is dealing with COVID. Having had it twice myself, I can confidently attest that I prefer an entire weekend with Pat and Tony any time <laughs> over COVID. Um, ah, that's saying something. Actually, my sister's got COVID. And actually, my brother and all his family have COVID. Really? At the moment. Oh my yeah, God. so actually, not that they listen, but I'll just send a shout out to, to them. To yeah, both of them. Great. To be, yeah. <laughs> uh, guys, anyone with the COVIDs, uh, get well soon. <laughs> Thank you. Um, Virginia is an Aussie expat in New Jersey. Oh, hi, Virginia. Which is the same time zone, at least oh, if on. she's looking for archers. Oh. Wow, so she's Australian, but in New Jersey. Yes. Oh, my God. That's some That's accent. harder than Suffolk. Oh, man. Not even going to attempt it. <laughs> Feel free to pass on my details because if I read correctly, we already both agree that Adam does have a sexy voice. Um, <laughs> I love that we're still talking about Adam. Yep. And she said uh, that she wanted to, that she really enjoyed the writing this week. The quip from Chelsea about Mia Grumpy was solid gold. Oh, and I'm excited that Hazel is back. Sending well wishes to one and all. So, yes, if Margaret, if you are still listening and... Uh, are still up for it let me know if somebody can email me and say that you're all okay because I don't want to get sued for data protection or something because um, also Audrey Ann Kovarubias blimey wow. um, ah I have been enjoying the podcast very much I was very excited to hear that there is another listener in North Carolina oh, I am yay. in Raleigh and I'm making myself known I've been listening oh, since the yay. early 2000s it would be fantastic to connect another Isla in my area as I only just moved here oh that's so nice I enjoy They're hearing the archers through the fresh ears of Mr. Newby, and I think Ms. Carmichael and her vocal talents are top notch. Well, says. thank you. I do appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> Pass me that pink lemonade. <laughs> I'm going to be sitting on that porch. <laughs> You're obsessed to... with the bloody porch. We don't even know anyone's got a porch, you fool. <laughs> they live in South Carolina. They must have a porch. Audrey Ann lives in North Carolina. Virginia lives, lives in, in Raleigh. New Jersey. Hang on, who lives in Raleigh? That is in North Carolina, isn't it? Oh, I don't... Oh, North Carolina. Yes, I don't know. As opposed to South Carolina. Yes. I think we need to draw a map of where everyone lives. Yes. Oh, God, yeah. I can't keep up with who lives where in the bloody archers. <laughs> Never mind. Get, oh, get... that was another question I had for oh. you. Anyway, um, so I'm getting confused now. Margaret, if you would like Virginia and Audrey to talk to you about the archers, and if you don't want to, that's also fine. 
you could just email me and we'll just never speak of this again. Oh my God. Um, Peer pressure. Yep. Then uh, we, I will connect all three of you and you can all chunter away till your heart's content as long as you promise to keep listening to us. Otherwise, oh, that would be a bit sad because really nice. we'd lose all three of you. Yes. It'd be so nice if we could connect people. Lizzie. Yes. So we've got pen friends and we've got a Lovers. wedding. Marvellous. We got, yeah, we could get, yeah, we could get a lot of people together. Yeah. If you've recently died listening to Ambridge on the Couch, yeah. just tap twice for yes. All right. Yeah. God. Um, COVID's really got to you. And uh, now my question was, somebody was chuntering on in the Archers about who owns Keeper's Cottage. Yes. And apparently the last known person that lived there was Richard Locke. Uh, hang on. Oh, hang on. I'm, I'm confused now. Uh, which one's Keeper's Cottage? Well, because... Um, Somebody said not, to not Bert's cottage. No, I'm, who lives? Who lives Ambridge? Um, somebody said to uh, Natasha. It's not like she even leaves. Um, ah, oh no, April Cottage is owned by uh, Kathy Perks. Ha ha ha. Uh, what does Hazel, does, who owns that Peggy or someone? Yes, because someone said to um, Natasha, it's not like she even, it's not like that's the only property she's got in Ambridge. She could have moved into Keeper's Cottage. Oh. Oh. But I don't know who. And anyway, sure, um, I guess that Tom and Natasha are going to move into Pat and Tony's and all, you know, it's going to be a lot of... Um... Uh, Christmas tension, isn't it? Yeah. Which is going to be quite fun. Yeah. But <coughs> I just, yes, I just don't understand who's living there now. Because if Richard, I mean, because Richard Locke isn't still in the village, is he? He left, didn't he? When, uh, after when he it tried went, to get off with Yeah. Shira. Or she tried to get off with him or whatever happened. But yeah, yeah. He, he, he definitely left. It's very, but it's very confusing, he, this. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of cottages that are just... Who knows? Who's yeah. about? It's like it's like they're volcanoes ready to erupt, and the character is about to yeah. push that door and come and come and join in the party again. Well, if the gills would sod off, you could house about seven hundred people in home farms, so that would be you're good. Obsessed with the gills, I hate it. It's like <laughs> it's a really nice house. It's smack bang in the middle of the village. It's got you know rich poshos in it who are always I good know. for a laugh. It's a waste and we don't of know a... anything about them. It's, it's so a annoying. Waste. And also because like Jennifer must see them and they must have what or you know sort of little you know little yeah snubby noses and yes yes sort of do oh, oh hello is that time for your is it your bedtime yeah good night see you later <laughs> <laughs> don't know what the hell's that's for oh god um can I just remind everybody that. When we started this podcast, which we think was about a year ago today, we think it was around this time in December that we started. Yes. Um, just want, and if anybody knows, that would be great. If anyone knows what our anniversary date is, that would be really useful <laughs> because we haven't got a clue. We're like a really incompetent I, couple. It's probably, got, I think it was I've, about Halloween. Or I've or gone through emails. <laughs> I just can't, I can't find any, I can't find any evidence that we ever did a first podcast that we ever started <laughs> maybe this is all a mirage i think it's all a dream i think it's all your covid dream mm. but we had an interview with annette badland didn't we we did yeah with hazel yes so that was a very premon- premonitionary interview. yes yes a year ago yes and presumably she didn't say oh i'm coming back next year no she didn't 
She was talking about what a nightmare it was doing TV in COVID where she had, because she had to do a lot of her EastEnders scenes, the scenes that would have been face-to-face and quite dramatic had to then be phone conversations. Oh, God. And she hated it. Yeah, that must be horrible. Mm. She's a really good actress, isn't she? Yeah. And and it's great they've got her back, actually. Yep. And she's got, yeah, she's brilliant. So, you were right, Mike is coming back. Yes. Did I say he was? You said he was. Yeah, I said he definitely would. uh, And we said that we didn't think that Vicky was. was, And she is not. Oh, that's so annoying. Mm. No. I mean, what's the point of sending Mike back on his own? Oh, that was Susan, sorry. <laughs> Hello, Mike. No, but that's a shame, isn't it? Yeah. Just to have Mike. Yeah. Miss Vicky. Yeah. And I that do. obviously means we don't, we won't hear about Bethany or anything. Yeah. They'll just forget. Yeah. <laughs> I'd like Hayley to come back as well. Oh, I loved Hayley. Yeah, I loved Hayley. Why can't Ooh. she? Oh, because she went to America, didn't she? Did she? I mean, in, um, uh, in real life. I always see. She? Yes, yes. And yeah, she did stuff out. She did, and then she did that really good show. What was it called? Ah, oh, I can't remember. Anyway, she's done loads of good stuff, hasn't she? Mm. Um, yeah. Well, we and hope you know you're having a nice time. You know who I'd love to come back? Who? And who we never? Who's basically been also written out of history? Brenda. Yes. Amy Schindler. Yeah. She was such a good character. Yeah. And, and so well played. Yeah, she was. And she'd be a great sort of, because she had common sense, didn't she? She was yeah. the only young person with common sense. And also the idea that there's Jamie Perks wandering around the village, <laughs> not being hit on like a bloody sledgehammer by Chelsea Horobin <laughs> is just ridiculous, you know. Oh my the God. The invisible man, the invisible hot single man. And you maybe know, he's the not... grey man. Yeah. <laughs> You don't he's think... like he's like uh, we need to talk about Kevin sort of character. <laughs> you don't think that, <laughs> or that 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 one that wears a hockey mask with the where he's just got his bloody massive axe wandering around the village chopping things down. Um, you don't think that the grey man is anyone that we know, do you? I don't know. Uh, I I hadn't thought that, but now you now that you mention it, and they did mention him. Mm. I I guess we'll hear more about the investigation, mm. and we'll probably hear from. Um, the other guy, won't we? Uh, the guy that got away. And also, I have one more question, Miss Carmichael. Yeah. Miss, why was why was Harrison back on the case again with Blake? Because Blake had said, "I won't talk to anyone but Harrison." Oh, so first of all, he would say he'd talk to anyone yeah, but, but Harrison, and, and then, and then uh, in 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 the space of two minutes, okay. when Chelsea read out that newspaper right. article it changed everything for blake in about 30 seconds okay and suddenly everything became clear i quite and like so- the fact that chelsea stumbled over some quite easy words but managed to reel <laughs> off some really difficult ones just like that but, but that's <laughs> hard isn't it that's it is. really it is hard yeah when you've got to sound like you can't yeah. really read yeah that i think that's almost an impossible i did like job. it though when he said to her I'm not very good at reading. And she said, well, I'm not great. Yeah, but they yeah, sort of, yeah. they was, I think that's yeah. why they've, they've bonded those two because they're not, yeah. um, they're not yeah. sort of traditional high achievers. They're, exactly. they're sort of a bit more off center. And I like that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It was a sweet little um, yeah. twist to the tale. Yes. I've got a whole bowl of crisps here and I haven't eaten one because of the microphone. Are you worried about crunching? Yeah. Hang on. Ew. That's like ASMR. <laughs> <laughs> Um, okay, should we do a bit of um, 
scripty because we've done everything oh, else, yeah. I think. Yeah. Cool. Now you've got your mouth full. <laughs> I thought <laughs> I'd wait until you've... Yeah. Thanks. And I'm not going to rub it in and tell you how delicious these are. Mm, so, don't sorry. care, don't care. <laughs> so mean. Um, and now we cross to Grundy's Field for Eddie's Black Friday car boot sale. Black Friday, that was a long time ago. I know! <laughs> Excuse me, Mr. Two Phones, is it? There's a mistake on your sign there. It says Black Friday car boot sale. No, Mrs. Smells, no mistake. It's fun. A cheeky way of saying Friday. You know, yay! I see. Fortunately, I don't consider grammar errors to be fun. May I go in and see what's on offer? Of course you can. Two quid entry. Two pounds? To go into the Grundy's field? I could look over the hedge for nothing. Well, go on then. I'm not stopping you. I am, however, stopping you coming in here without two quid. Everyone else coughed up. Plus, you won't be able to peruse the amazing Black Friday deals. Like what? Sabrina Thwaites' Lexus is packed to the sunroof with designer lingerie. Mrs Aldridge has got a lot of Moroccan flower pot things. Uh, terrines? Terrapins? Tagines. I'm not interested in Jennifer's old cookware. And as for buying Sabrina Thwaites' cast-off underwear... Oh, no, they went straight away. Roy Tucker snapped them up and hurried off, making a funny noise. Well, none of that sounds very inspiring. There's some really good stuff. Natasha's here with a train set. Kirsty's giving away all her chairs, says she's going to sit on spikes for the rest of her life. But Jim Lloyd's brought down a load of Greek books. Drawings. No, I mean Greek, eh? <laughs> oh, for heaven's sake, that's not smut. It's art. It's art when you like it. It's smut when I do. Hello, darling. <laughs> You're coming in. Gracious, Lillian, I shouldn't have thought... Oh, hold on. You've dropped something. It looks like... Is it some sort of electric whisk? Does it work? <clears throat> yeah, something like that. Uh, uh, leave it, Linda. I'll get it. I've just got to put it through the dishwasher anyway. Uh, although I'm sure Jolene gave it a wipe down before she passed it on. Oh, hello, Elizabeth. Are you off? Yeah, I had a load of old shit costume jewellery to get shot of. Most of it's gone, and honestly, I'm just so cold standing there in this wind. I think I'll get back to Lower Loxley. Maybe a PVC Mac wasn't the best choice of winter gear, Elizabeth. You're probably right, but a car boot seemed so excitingly common and seedy. I wanted to dress the part. Hence the leather bustier. What? Oh, no, I was wearing that anyway. Right, I must trot off. I found a lovely dog collar in lead. Look, it's a present for Vince. Oh, does he have a dog? No. What are you going in or what then, Mrs. Smells? If you don't hurry, there'll be nothing left. I'm really not sure. Is that Oliver over there? What's he doing? He's just sitting on a shooting stick by Eddie's van. Yes, he's 30 quid or near offer. You can take him home or we'll store him for you until you're ready for him. This is terrible. You can't sell Oliver. You're telling me. He's been here since nine this morning. His shooting stick sunk in now. I'm not sure we'll ever get him out. I'm sorry. I cannot allow that. I'm going to get the police involved. Good luck with that. Harrisman's over there. He's selling fake IDs, the fingerprint reader from Borchester Nick and all the pills from Freddie Pardister's glove compartment. Oh, go on then. 
Here's your two pounds. Was it the fake IDs that tempted you? No. I've just seen Alistair Lloyd trying on what looks suspiciously like a llama skin coat. No Mr. Noobs this week, as he is poorly sick with the Rona, so get well soon, Mr. Newbie, and lots of love from us all. There'll be another podcast up next week, so subscribe <laughs> we, to us on iTunes. hope so, anyway. <clears throat> and you'll never miss an episode. Oh, I don't mean to be, also, I'm not being, I don't want to be, I'm not being facetious. I hope everyone knows that. I've also had COVID a long time ago. I, oh, do you think I'm thoroughly mean? Well, I don't know what you're going to say. With all, with all the taking the mickey coughing. Oh, no! Okay, good. No, I was genuinely worried that I was going to sound like Hazel Woolley. I know, <laughs> no. but I feel like all I've done is take the mickey out of you for having COVID. No. Take me down. <laughs> okay, good. Anyway, please give us a review or I will die on purpose and we will give you big or you will kisses. Cough on them. And if you don't give us a review, I will even give you bigger ones and then you will have the Rona as well. And it will be your fault. Ha. Ha. <laughs> and in the meantime, if you'd like to contact us, you can email ambridgeonthecouch at gmail.com. We are at on Ambridge on Twitter, or you can follow Mr. Newbie, who probably needs the company, oh, to be honest, yeah. on Twitter at Newbie Couch. Look, have you noticed I'm actually a bit croaky today? No. But I just did a lateral flow test, yeah, because I've got a sore throat today. Oh, mm. have you been screaming for computer games? No, I haven't. Have you just no. been screaming I've anyway? I've just been screaming at children. Ah. But, um, but no, I've got a sore throat, so I did a lateral flow, but it's fine. But um, just so you know, there might... No, there definitely will be a podcast next oh, week. Oh, God. <laughs> there will. But all my parties have been cancelled. In oh the meantime... <laughs> I know. It's like, come on, guys. We've all had the Rona. Let's just go party. It's really annoying. They're like media parties. We're like networking. <laughs> In hotels. Okay. Networking in hotels. That's yeah, what we're calling some, it now, is like it? Good, I had some like, pro, you know, like proper parties, like Clarence House parties booked in. Not at Clarence House, obviously. Wow. And they've yeah. all been cancelled. All been cancelled. Oh, never mind. It means I can stay in, which is always good. That's, always, that's your favourite thing anyway. It is. It really is. It really is. <laughs> but, you know, I'm like, a ha- if, it's a, if it's like networky, I have to go. I don't otherwise... mind being there. I don't like getting there and no, I don't I like getting home again. What you've got to do is go straight after work so you can't go to your house yes. first. Because otherwise it's awful. Once I take my bra off, it's all over. <laughs> There's no way that's going back on again. And once you see your dear little untidy house with all its cosiness. And your slippers. You leave it? And mm. your slippers. And like, and a nice meal and yeah. Yeah. It's hard. It's hard. Mm. Um... It's just it's goodbye. <laughs> uh, and it's so nice to be back. It is nice to be back. And thanks for having us. And uh, see you next week. And if anyone else would like to get married, let us know. Oh, please. Oh, con- and congratulations. Yes. I think we should play a song. What song? Could Jolene sing? Um, something like romantic. Um, going to the chapel and we're gonna get married come on everybody just me then go to the chapel and we're chelsea no okay gonna get... oh do. do you want to know what we're really playing out with apart oh, yeah. from yeah you um is it something baroque 
Yes. No, it's not Baroque. Matt has sent us a Dave Brubeck version oh of... Uh, <laughs> Matt's on fire. I know. I know. Um, of, um, of, of the Ambridge theme. So we're going to have... Um, so it's like take five, but it's called Hello You Two instead. <laughs> That's so I'm going to amazing. play that in now. Bye.